Oh, hello there, and welcome to another episode of the 209 Till Infinity Podcast. CD Slap. Coming to you live from beautiful Series, California, home of the Infinity Studios. Get it, Savage. It's Monday morning, the pod is dropped. Cue up the new soap and the coffee pot. You know these cats got a lot to say. Savage O'Malley and Billy A. Yep. Hip hop life and movies too. Keeping up on the trends just like you. CD slaps hooked up with this funky beat. Oh, you know the boys, we love to eat. Grub it. It's all part of the show. We love to bring to your earbuds hell. We even sing. Mm-hmm. So sit back, relax, enjoy the show. And like Biggie said, now you know Do you need a break and escape just to ease your mind? Well look no further than your homies in the 209 Because it's time to lose all those blues that got you stressed out Give us one hour and you know we'll knock that mess out The best route is music, movies, laughter, and friends The conversation's starting, y'all jump on Come in on. And you know it won't stop, you know it don't end That's why we call it 209 till infinity, my friend The party don't stop, the party don't end That's why we call it 209 till infinity, my friend The party don't stop, the party don't end That's why we call it 209 till infinity, friend. The party don't stop, the party don't end. Now let's let the episode begin. What up, what up, what up, and welcome to another episode of the 209 till infinity podcast. As always, you know who it is. It's your boy DJ Billy A. And across the way from me is my man, the one and only, my big homie. Get up on your microphone and show him that you ain't phony. Woo! <laughs> I want to let all the people out there in the world know that uh-huh. I'm the greatest of all time. Yes, sir. What's going on? Yeah. That's it. And I'm pretty. I'm so pretty. You're doing a little Muhammad Ali there. Um, Greatest of all time. Good. Good morning or afternoon or evening, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. Uh, it is my pleasure. I am Savage O'Malley. Yes, you are. A.K.A. Big Skis. Yes. A.K.A. Big Nasty. Uh-huh. A.K.A. Scott. Scott. That I like that, that that's the first one I ever heard. <laughs> I can tell you this. <laughs> that's uh, not really an AKA though. That is just that's the that's I, the, that's I the am, OG. I am also known as Yeah. Scott. I guess for people now, your Savage is probably more known than Scott. I guess for me being that I've known you since pretty much we took we go back 30 years pretty much at this point. Scott to me is the OG. Like when I look at you, I call you Savage now, but it's Scott. It's always Scott. Like you, you it, but I would imagine people now that have come into your life might. There's probably some people out there. That if I was like, "Hey, let's go see what Scott's doing," they're gonna be like, "Who the who's who's Scott? Who the fuck is Scott?" <laughs> I can tell you this. I can yeah. tell you this. And I will be as. I will be as uh. What's the word I'm looking for right now? Mm-hmm. I'm going to be as cryptic as possible. Here okay, got you. Because there's no other way to do it. There is a female in my life uh-huh. that I engage with. And best case scenario, it's complicated. Okay, got you. So we are friends for sure, but whatever. I will tell you this. Uh-huh. When she says my name, yeah, Scott, I I'm like, oh, you want to fight? Yeah, <laughs> my name means you want to fight. Okay, gotcha. She's like, okay, Scott. I'm like, this motherfucker. Here we go. <laughs> She's asking for it. Yeah, here we go. You you woke you woke up and chose violence. You want the smoke? You want all the smoke? Okay. How dare you call me Scott? That's interesting. Yeah, because I I don't, but. That being said, I think when we first reconnected, 
and uh, and started this podcast. I didn't call you Savage at first. It wasn't until we really got going and I started getting feedback from other people. And then, of course, you're Savage O'Malley on the social medias. And and, and, I, and we referred to you as that in the podcast. So I start referring to you as that on social media. Now it's second nature. I, I, I'm going, I got to go see Savage. I'm going to talk to Savage. Like, yo, I got to record with Savage today. It's just normal. And that's where we talked. That's where yeah. it started, right? Yeah, yeah. My name, I'm, I'm, I'm my gamer tag. We had a softball team named that. Like yeah, that yeah. was my Instagram handle. Right. And then people just slowly started calling me Savage, which turned yeah. into Savage Savage. And now like, like for example, oh, you nasty. He doesn't call me Scott. If he calls me Scott, it's weird. Yeah, right. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah, I don't think I say Scott anymore. Like my wife will be like, hey, tell Scott I said hi. And I'll, I'll go, okay, yeah, you got it. I will. It takes me a second to go, who the fuck's she talking about? Yeah, like, yeah. And that's where we're at now. And it's funny how a nickname can take over and have a life of its own. And I was just was thinking about this too the other day. Like how many t-shirts or hats have you been given that say Savage? Do you get a lot of like, because I'll, I'll be in a gas station and for some reason, gas stations always have hats that say savage or shit that says savage on it. And There's I'm like, nothing. Well, because you know what? What? You have to be a savage to afford gas. Yeah, that's right. Good that's point. probably why. Good point. So then I started thinking when every time I'm in a gas station and I see a hat that says savage or a fucking uh, beanie that says it, I'm like, I wonder how many does Scott get, does savage there you go. get uh a ton of shit that says savage on it. Like, do you have like a stockpile of like, I have a couple things. I do get a lot of this. What? I get a lot of people sending me screenshots or pictures. You need this shirt. You need this hat. Yeah, you okay. Need this. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're in the we're in the screenshot share era. Yeah, yeah. People ain't buying it. They're just telling you you need to buy it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I was gonna buy this for you, but I also have to get gas. Yeah, right. So <laughs> they got a hat that says savage, a shirt, and a zippo. But I can only afford gas and a diet Pepsi. So here's Coke, a screen. Pepsi Zero. Sorry about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Here's a screenshot. Next time you're at the Chevron over in Series. Hey, guess what? Guess yeah. what? Yeah. I appreciate it because you know what? That was means you were thinking about me. So I 100%. That. And I, every time I see it, I think that I literally had that thought in my mind. How many t shirts does Savage have that say Savage or hats? Yeah, I just wondered. So you don't have a shit ton. Uh, no. Well, I mean, I have a lot, like, for example, like, currently right now i'm wearing a softball jersey so right. i always you know they were like what name do you want it sure. or now there's a couple people that don't even ask right they put savage on the back okay yeah. yeah yeah and i've never had um like for example i'll tell you this oh you yeah. nasty right he's got kids um i don't know what his i'm, I'm sure his wife probably says scott but yeah oh i'm sure of like it. yeah the little one uh, he's like three i think yeah he, he's like oh who are you talking to that's savage yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, I've and never they came had... watched us play softball. Yeah. Uh, a couple weeks ago, and he's like, "Hey, Savage, Savage I, saw, I saw you out there. I saw you out there, Savage. You're doing it. You're I'm doing like, big things." Sorry. Yeah, I've never had a nickname that's taken on a life of its own like that. Like even DJ Billy A. Like that's a thing between you and I. But like no one else really calls me that. Like at a certain point. I was Billy until about 14 or 15, and then it dropped off to Bill. Now, I had the nickname when I was a kid. It was, we talked about it on our, on our nickname episode, Bubba. But that was a nickname that I like ran from and hid from, and that was a family nickname, not one I would have chosen for myself. Didn't like it. Was not putting that on a jersey or a hat. I don't, you'd probably need to be in Alabama to find Bubba on a shirt or a hat. I don't know. I haven't seen it at the gas station where I see the Savage shirt yet. You know what's funny is we were, I was just talking about this with my boy KP yesterday from softball. Yeah. And so, like, softball, you know, jerseys, nicknames, things like that on the back. Yeah, yeah. Well, there was this one dude, right? He was white, had a long, long hair, right? Uh -huh. On the back of his jersey said Joe Dirt. And he Did was it? skinny, kind of yeah. like, a, and I was like, <laughs> that's I, awesome. I wondered, I said, I wonder if, he wanted to be called that or yeah. just people called him that so much that he just kind of ate it and embraced it fucking ran with it He's yeah like, you know well, what i mean guess i'm joe dirt yeah yeah, yeah. or dierte as yeah. he says in the movie yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's french and then it kind of made me wonder and i was thinking this in my head i was like is that how fat joe became fat joe people yeah. just refer to him as fat joe so then he just kind of Owned it. Well, Joe's a Big pretty pun. common name. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, so that's uh, Billy, and that's Joe. That's Fat Joe. Yeah. That's Little Joe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Because if you got the name Joe, there's a million Joes. I, I imagine, especially in, 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 I think he's from the Bronx or Brooklyn. There's Joey, Joe Jr., Joey, you know, Joey, to you, whatever. Hey, so he was. We got fat. Joe, we got Joey, that's Joey Jaws, that's Fat Joe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fat Joe's like, what the fuck? Yeah, man, sometimes nicknames do have that way. You might not like them, but once they get stuck, I had a dog named Barfy. I had a German Shepherd, and I think we may have talked about it on the show. I tried my hardest. I wanted to name that dog Champ. Like, no, that's Champ. And my dad was like, no, it's not. That's Barfy. Its name's going to be Barfy. And no matter how hard I tried, come on, Champ. Let's go, Champ. We're going to do this, Champ. Let's go outside and play, Champ. Nah, that dog was Barfy. It was nothing I could do. It was like predestined, preordained, in the stars. Well, His name was Barfy. We talked about it. Till before. the day he died. Yeah. Mercy got about 10 nicknames. Yeah. Oh, sure. She'll go by all kinds of names. Oh, yeah, and that's probably a product of way. me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't call Obi Obi anymore. He started, it went from Obi to the bear, to the polar bear, to the brother bear, to Brody bear. Like I just, and it just keeps rolling from there. The big bear, that scary bear, like it just kind of transformed into that. Like, yeah, man, that's just, nicknames are funny that way, but yeah, it's interesting in my adult life. And I think a big part of it is because I got married young and I wasn't out, I didn't have like a, a, a rat pack or a crew that I ran with after a certain age. Like I hung with all you guys. So I think you get your nicknames from sports, right? Like, so your 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 softball, your men's league softball, or when you're playing basketball, or when you're gaming, all things I didn't do because at 20 I immediately got married and started having kids and just having to work. So the ladies, the the, the 60 year old lady Betty in the restaurant wasn't like, "Yo, DJ Billy, hey, wicka wicka," you know, like, and I wasn't out running the streets and doing shit. I did music. But it was always the band name. It wasn't about me. I was like, yo, this is Bill. What up? We're, you know, we're our, whatever the band name is. Here we go. Um, I never had a rap name because I never really truly did straight up hip hop. I think that would have been where my name would have come from if I would have gone down. I don't know what my rap, DJ Billy A, I don't know. But yeah, never had that nickname. And I think a big part of that is, is I didn't have like... What, what do they call the, the, the that group of guys you hang out with, like like in uh, the Hangover? They, their crew, their the type, squad. the squad, the people that you're running with. Like at a certain age, I cut that off, and it was like the, my friends were either in the band or people I worked with, and I only saw them for band practice or at work. I wasn't going out after and going to the bar, karaokeing, going out and playing softball, basketball, doing all that shit. I cut it off at my 20s, where I would have gotten all those nicknames. I was being a father. My nickname was Daddy. I don't know if I've ever brought this Not in up. a nasty way. That doesn't sound good. Pause. They call me. Yeah. <laughs> What's going on? It's your boy, DJ Billy A, a.k.a. Daddy. Call me Daddy. Yeah, no. I, my nick, I was Daddy because I was actually a father at 24. So, I mean, yeah, man. It's. I think that's what that stems from. I think had, let's say I hadn't gotten married. Hold up. Wait a minute. Something ain't right. <laughs> exactly. Daddy's in the building. I think had I, let's say, maybe I, you and I had been roommates and we'd have moved out here. And uh, I would have just been, I think, I'd probably have 15 nicknames by oh, now. Oh, at least. Especially it, around me. Yeah, I think that. I think that's a big part of it. Now that I'm really reflecting on it, I think that's... That makes sense, cause yeah, yeah, it's funny. Just something I saw in a gas station, and here we are. Two now. things. First of all, let me just say this. I don't know if I've ever brought this up on the show, but one of my nicknames that I, that happened, that I tried to run away from. Okay. Once I got away from this group of people, it was fine. Yeah. Well, one of my, and, and and it's not gonna be for the reason you think. Okay. But one of my nicknames for a while was Naked Scott. Naked Scott. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So. And I'll give you a little background on this. Uh, it's back in the days when we were going to the Almond Tree in Turlock. Okay. And uh, we were karaokeing. We'd go a couple nights a week, all uh -huh. that stuff, right? So when you go karaoke, right, you got to fill out the slips, right? Right. You know, like, hey, Scott, I want to sing uh, Money Money or whatever, right? Right. So I would sing a couple songs and do, you know, and then people would like, love my energy they'd want to do duets and things with me right i got a girl named dita that always wanted to sing with me right you know we're still friends to this day one of my buddies uh nate uh aka boot tuck um aka shake and bake uh there's your example right yeah there, right, right there right um he's in the crew so yeah. he's got a nickname he's, he's he's part of that uh the monterey golf group i go with okay so that's him so anyway we were hanging out in college and right so 
he put it on the slip, right? Nick and Scott. Oh, Nick and <laughs> got I mean, Nate, Nate and Scott. Gotcha. Yeah. Nate and Scott. So then the DJ booth, the DJ guy was like, all right, next up on the stage, we're going to get Nate and Scott. Yeah. <laughs> and this group of girls that we used to call the biscuits. You can guess why they were called the biscuits. I can understand. Yeah. They were like, ah, Nick and Scott. Yeah. And I was naked Scott for about fucking a year. Okay. Gotcha. And that's one of those nicknames. I ran like. into one of them at Walmart and she was like, naked Scott. And I'm like, motherfucker. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I could see how that one could be problematic. Don't yell it out in church. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm in there at Walmart, right, trying to buy some motherfucking toothpaste. Yeah. Right? Maybe a maybe a Diet Pepsi, right? Sure. Yes. In the town I work in and go to college. Yes. And I got a uh, portly middle-aged woman yelling naked Scott. Hold up. Wait a minute. Something ain't right. <laughs> yeah. It's like that. It's like that. Uh scene in the Santa Claus when he comes running down the steps chasing after his ex-wife and he goes well that just shows you I don't sleep in pajamas I sleep butt naked right as that little girl's walking back uh, you know something you know I try to keep it under wraps and he's like whoops my bad right yeah just not things you yell out in public no okay so you did have a nickname you duck see you learned something new there I did not never go. heard the naked Scott story we're going on our fifth year almost knocking on year five you hear us knocking we're coming in baby I got stories I'll tell you this before we move on real quick the next time that complicated person in my life mm -hmm. says Scott you know yes. what I'm gonna do? Know what I'm gonna hit her with? Naked Scott. No. No, no, no. 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 I, I just that. You know how I'm gonna take it? How you gonna take it? I'm just gonna hit her with a little Willow's disregard. <laughs> in a broken bottle top? Yeah. 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 In a in a washed out dream? Yeah. Uh, I think that's gonna and that'll do the trick. If yeah. that doesn't change your mind, nothing will. Because yeah. Yeah, yeah, quick follow-up. I don't know if you got have any follow-up to your mind blown in your 40s story. I thought of this on the way home after we, did, or I was already home when we did that episode. So I thought about it after we did the episode because we were, I was at home when we recorded it. Once you got home. Once I got, once I turned off the mic. AKA hung up. Yeah, I hung up the phone. I wondered, so when she told you that she wanted to be celibate and you said, I can't do that. That's just not something I can do. Did you say, and I don't know, maybe you said this and I missed it. Did you say, but hey, I think you're cool. If you change your mind, call me. Did, was there that, or did you just leave it at, I can't do that? So first off, when she dropped the, the celibate bomb on me, yeah, she dropped, like, because that's when she wanted to bring me coffee or whatever. Sure. And she was, we were standing outside, and she would, hide your ears if you are uh, sensitive to these kind of things, but uh, she was definitely hitting me with the, with the, fuck me vibes okay gotcha which is the opposite of, of what she yeah. then said the vibe she's putting out is yeah, not yeah, what yeah. the message and I was she's like, delivering your mouth yeah. says one thing but your body your body language is telling me something totally different right yeah so um it was right before she was about to leave and she was like i just want to get this out there and then she's like well think about it let me know and then got in the car and left and then i had to go back to work so like then when I called her back at the next that later that day or the next day, I don't remember what it was at this point. I was just like, look, dude, this is just it's I'm sorry, it's just not something I can co-sign. It's right, just the right. level of commitment and, yeah, yeah. and that's just like <clears throat> it's too important, I think, to to know that kind of uh, you know, uh how you interact, how it works, you know, that kind of thing. Like <clears throat> you're um how you're compatible you are right. with somebody in that in that manner. And that's just not something I can co-sign. And then, you know, I think she, I think I told on the show, like, she was just like, good, you wouldn't be able to hold me back anyway. That's not good, what I want. And I was like, well, yeah, I certainly wouldn't be able yeah, to do that. Yeah, yeah, I'm not holding nothing back. And if it's yeah. not what you want, then let's do this and quit fucking around. Right. Yeah, okay, yeah. And, and, I, and I, and I, and I, but I did say something to that effect, you know, okay. if you ever, you know, if, if, if you're, if you're, if your mindset or your plans change, like, yeah. You know where I'm at. And you know, yeah, because I thought about that. I'm like, it's not like you're trying to hit hit on the first date. I mean, you can have a few dates and get to know each other, but eventually it's going to get there. And I was thinking, like, I wonder if he just said, look, hey, I, I think you're a cool chick. If you change your mind, let me know. Because 
Yeah, it's a bummer. I it's thought 100% about, a bummer. I, I thought about that a lot after we talked about it. That was an interesting episode. And, uh, and did you get any feedback from any ladies or dudes after that? Like I was wondering. <clears throat> so I've gotten some feedback from some ladies, mm-hmm. um, but not that listen to the show, just that they know the story and the sure. conversation. Sure, <clears throat> And um, I, I could just tell you this, that pretty much everybody I talked to yeah. was like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, really? Yeah. Like, I told my wife the story and she's like, yeah, that's insane. Like, yeah. I, and I was like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and I really took it back to that other person I was talking to, that, that uh, my friend on Instagram that I told you, like, she used to work at a church and they like rebuild these people to be like these anti, you know what I mean? Sure. Like born yeah. again or whatever. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and like, that's just kind of how I took it. Like, you were married. Like, I, I, and I, and like, I don't know a ton about her past, but I can tell you this. Whoever she was, mm-hmm. she's afraid of becoming again. Right. And I get that. For sure. I agree. But I'm not that guy. Right. But if you can't see that I'm not that guy, right. and you are so worried about coming out of this protective shell that you have created so that you don't be anything like the person you used to be, then I'm not your guy anyway. Right. So, and that's fine. Yep. Right. So it, 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 it was just, it made for good story. It sure did. It yeah. uh, it uh, it was certainly a a uh, a week and a half whirlwind that I crazy when when you right like there's this there, what's that that Tash lyric I did a long time ago right it was uh, like a, I'm in a rowdy ass club there's other bitches all around me this girl walks up she says she's glad that she found me. I told her she was tripping because a girl didn't even know me. Then she told me she wanted to introduce me to her homies. I said, well, baby, cool. Go get your chemo sabis. I'll get my liquid brothers. We'll meet y'all in the lobby. She walked with a smile I ain't seen in a while. That's the line. So she hit me with that I ain't seen. Like, she was like, I was like, oh. You yeah. know, when someone's looking at you and yeah, then when yeah. someone's yeah. looking at you. Yes. Yeah. Right? And she was giving me that vibe immediately. So we went from there to a week and a half later to being like, like, we don't even talk. We had these conversations and like I felt like this might be going somewhere. Right. To now it's nothing. Right. Which yeah. so it was a weird, it's a great story. It made for a good episode. Yeah, it kind of reminded me of the uh, cause I got a ton of and I just wondered if you got a ton of feedback, because that was a crazy story that could branch off into several episodes of like depending on what camp you're from and, and how you feel and what your thoughts are on that. But it reminded me of the episode when we talked about can men and women be friends without somebody getting wanting sex or without sex or leaving sex off the table. Uh, That was one of the episodes where I got the most comments on our social media. I had the most feedback, like actually from people telling me that like, yes or no. Uh, So I thought that one could spark, because it's kind of similar, because basically, if you guys aren't having sex, right, and you're just dating, that's what's the difference, right? Like what makes, somebody intimate and lovers is the sex i think you know otherwise you're just really good friends like hey we go out and have coffee we go to the movies we i give her a kiss on the lips good night you know we're we're not dating anyone else just each other but without sex it's really that's what separates good friends like from you're just friends to your okay no we're more than friends because we're doing this thing like and, and I think that that, you know, that's really like, and, and when that, when you got all that comment and feedback, right? We talked about it. I think like we had a couple 90, episodes. 90, yeah. <laughs> 90% of the people that were like, yes, were all women. Yes. Every correct. single one was a woman. Yeah. Right. The other P the, there was a couple guys that were like, yes, of course. Right. Which I don't fucking believe those guys are simps. I don't believe that for a minute. Unless they weren't straight, then maybe that's a different. Yeah. You know Except I mean? for my homie Keith. Again, I got to say, my homie Keith has been married forever and has a friend that he has no interest in. And he's 100%. Like, Keith is one of those real ones that I know. Like, <clears throat> we talked about that. Like, he he has a friend. Like, but there's always, there's always going to be yes. that ex- one exception to the rule, right? There's always going to be a small percentage. Yeah. Of so course. Keith, Keith's that exception. Of course. But uh, yeah, no, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. And I and I feel like, and the, and and the, and there's that general question has so many different like 
outliers and, and sure. things that could be changed and depending yeah. on scenarios and situations, all right? Yeah. Right, whatever. Like, I have plenty of females in my life that are just friends. Right. Right? Yeah. Plenty. Yeah. But there's also, like, a level of, for example, when you... There's a, a level of friendship, right? Right, which I think that the rules are for friendship, and there's no written rules. But you know, we're just friends. Yeah, these yeah. are these are how much we're involved in each other's life. But when you break that barrier and you become closer and you talk about more emotional things and deeper things, and you take that shit to the next level, right? That changes the rules. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, like just like me and my friend Tracy are just friends. Right. My old coworker. Right. We are just friends. We've always just been friends. Right. Right. A hundred percent, but like, that's the the rules we've set. Right, correct. When 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 if if something were to change or if 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 something happened, you know what I mean? Like yeah, that then 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 you have to adjust the rules. Right, right, yeah, yeah, of course. So in a way, what this girl was asking you to do, and I hadn't thought about it like this, is basically she was saying, let's just be friends, but I want you to come pick me up. You, you know, you, you, your guys are really good friends, but when you're boyfriend and girlfriend, you're going to be paying as a man. I, I shouldn't say that women don't pick up the tab, but as a man, when you're dating, when I first started dating my wife, I paid for dinner. I paid for the movies. I paid for the concert tickets, you know, I, because I like to do that as a man. It makes me feel good. I'm not saying that women can't do that. Of course they can. But in general, what this young lady was asking you to do was be really, really good friends with her. Um, and, and, but without any of the, uh, any, any other of the ex extra bonuses or Ben, I hate to say benefits. That sounds terrible, but she wanted you to be really good friends, but you're going to be, cause I know you, I know you'd pay for dinner. You're going to go to the movies. You're going to pick her up. You're going to be doing all these things. So all, well, all that's missing is the sex. So I don't get at this point. If you, if you're doing all that other stuff, what's left, do it. And this is the biggest thing to me. And, and I think we, I've. Here's the thing, and we've done that. We've talked about this before. Is that sometimes when we have these deep conversations, I have conversations with people. We talk about it right. off the air. I sure. don't remember if we've talked about this on the air. If I have, it bears repeating. Sure. It's this: when, for the most part, guys and girls are built on different foundations. Hundred yeah. percent. Girls are charged with that emotional connection. Yes. That is that, that's that sexual, compassionate love juice that they yeah. feed off of. Yes. So a woman, again, not all women, a not all women, a woman can be completely fulfilled. Yes. By having that emotional connection, having that love, that, that connection, that closeness, just having that. Yeah. Men, our foundation is built on physical touch, physical closeness. That's who we are for yeah. the most part. Yeah. So if you have a girl who is getting everything she needs on that emotional, non-physical connection, she can be completely happy. Right. But if a dude is in that relationship, he's going to be miserable because he's going to want more. Right. Not that he doesn't love that emotional sure part right but to be completely happy he's going to need his needs met on what his love language is sure her love language is getting met with the emotional and the relationship and the talking and the closeness right whereas the guy is built on physical touch and connection yeah and that it's... does not mean sex no 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 yeah yeah it certainly hey it's part of it. Hey, spooning yeah. leads to forking. Absolutely. Yeah. I get that. I get that. I like that. I haven't heard that. I like that. But but yeah. But that's absolutely right. That person's not going to get his needs met and not be no. fulfilled. Yeah. Because that we're built differently. That's a that's a great way to come across with that. Yeah, because I wasn't trying to say like if you're paying for dinner and you're paying for dates that you should get sex. Of course not. But what I was saying was is that you're gonna be going through all the other motions that a couple goes through except for that one thing. And you're right, maybe you need that and she doesn't. But it's funny, I've I've called it for the longest time, it's God's cruel joke the way men and women are wired. Because when you first date somebody, usually, not in this young lady's case, you've got about a year 
There is one year, uh, therapists have said this, I've, I've read things about this, articles and stuff. You have one year where um, there's that spark, there's that you can't wait to see them and you get the butterflies in your stomach and you're having sex three or four every day of the week, three or four times a week, whatever it is. Uh, it, it, it's like that for one year where you, the man and the woman in the new relationship are kind of on the same level. Then after that year, exactly what you're talking about. The woman doesn't need sex three, four times a week. Maybe she's not getting the butterflies in her stomach. She doesn't need to hold hands and cuddle anymore. She just wants you to be there to lean on when she's had a bad day at work or to talk or to just sit on the couch and watch a movie or to share that she had a shitty day. Whereas unfortunately, after that year as a guy, we're still like, I'll do all that, but not to sound crass, but I still want to fuck. I still, in my mind, I still want it. I'd still fuck every day. And what happens, everything I've read, and I've had some couples therapy and done that after being through a divorce and stuff, that first year, men and women are on the same level. After that year, men still want it every day. Women go to once a month. A woman generally, before her period, she'll ovulate. Once a month, a woman wants sex. Whereas our brains were wired differently. If a girl was down, we'd go every day as long as the Johnson was willing. You know, you know, maybe there's a day we're tired or we ate too much pizza or had too much beer. But it's God's cruel joke that in, for one year, the man and the woman are on the same level. It's anytime, anyplace, anywhere. And then after that year, she shifts. We're still anytime, anyplace, anywhere. And she's like, leave me alone. Talk to me next month. And it's tough. And that's where we got to really work through it, you know? It, 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 it's and, and, and this is the thing. And whether you're in a relationship, whether you're trying to be in a relationship, mm. whether you have a weird friendship, whatever you want to call it, right? Right. You are always going to run into this. Sure. Okay? You want to know why cheating happens? This is your answer. Yeah. You want to know why people can't get along? This is your answer. Yeah. Right? It's because you want to know why there are same sex relationships. Yeah. This is your answer. Yeah. Yeah. Right? I could see that. Yeah. Granted, this is not 100% factual. Like, this is the only reason. Right. But a large part of that is this. Right? Yeah. Like, if I have a super amazing relationship with a female mm -hmm. and she's getting her needs met. Mm hmm. But I'm not getting my needs met. Right. But we have crossed that threshold of we're more than friends now. Once you cross that threshold, yeah, you've got one of two ways to go. Mm -hmm. You either sever that mm. and that just becomes an acquaintance. Right. Because you cannot continue that anymore because she's getting what she needs and she's going to continue to do that. Right. So you can't continue that anymore or... You're going to have to head down that bridge to at least meeting some sort of your needs. Right. Yeah. Otherwise, you're going to be pissed. You're going to be angry. You're not going to feel like you're going to feel like you're getting used. You're going to, you know what I mean? hundred percent. Why yeah. does this person get to get there, have their cake and eat it too? Right. You know what I mean? It's about meeting in the middle. If, if, if the person, man and the woman in the relationship really feel like they love this relationship and they want it to work, it's about meeting in the middle. Okay. So the dude... Is horny and wants it all the time. Loves the woman, is attracted to the woman, loves the emotional side, loves the sense of humor, loves everything about her, but would like to have sex every day. The woman is like, look, I like the emotional side. I like our conversations. I think you're a good person. I'm not interested in that anymore. Uh, once a month, at some, there's got to be a meeting of the minds. It's it's so important to talk. I am very pro therapy. I know some people, there's a stigma there. I think couples, even couples that feel like they have strong relationships, if they sat down with a therapist, would be amazed at what they could learn just by having a converse, by bringing that third person in and having open and honest conversations. It changes everything. Uh, but it's somewhere you've got it in order to make it work it's got to be give and take on both sides so maybe maybe it's twice or two you, you try to go for uh, you know two or three times a month that that you're having sex you know and maybe you promise okay i'm not going to be constantly talking about sex and have it on my mind i'm going to chill and we're going to just talk and we're going to have these emotional conversations that you're looking for but then on tuesday we're going to get freaky you know what i mean like right. there's got to be this like in a relationship, is it's work. 
And it, it, we, we talked about when you have a job that you're passionate about, you're going to have bad days. In a good relationship, you're still going to have bad days and you got to work to make it good. And that goes both ways. Like not one person can't get everything they want while the other person flails. Because like you said, that's when the cheating happens and the arguing happens and all the shit starts to go downhill. As long as both people are willing to be open and talk and work on it, and you both feel it's worth saving, you're both in the same camp and it's worth the effort, you're gonna be all right. But if you don't have these kind of conversations, you're fucked. If you're both not happy and you're both keeping your mouths shut, it's gonna be a problem. Almost. Yeah. And here's the only thing I would change about what you just said, which I thought mm -hmm. was almost perfect. Mm -hmm. Is yes, you need to talk and you need to communicate about it. Yeah. Right? Right. But there has to be action. And I don't mean sex oh, action. Right. If you aren't if 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 I'm on one side of the bridge, yeah. And like you said, right? I need some physicalness. Yes. And she's on her side of the bridge, loving everything else about the relationship, about the physical part. You could talk about it till you're blue in the face. Of course. If you guys don't move towards each other right. on that bridge and show some action. Yes. Then Agreed. all of the bad stuff's gonna happen. Yeah, of course, yeah, and that's what I was give and take. Yeah, yeah. It's got to be both sides giving. Not one person can't be taken while one person gives. It's got to go if, both ways. If you love each other, if yeah. you want to work on things, if you feel like this relationship is not is, is worth saving yes. on some level, yes. you have to have the communication and you have to be willing to move towards each other on that bridge. Yes. That's it. That's really, yeah, absolutely 100%. I hate to simplify relationships, but that's it. 100%. It's about compromise and working together. Yeah. And if one person won't compromise or won't work, then there's cheating or there's leaving or yeah. there's ending of relationships, whatever it is. And I'm not saying that it, like, either way. Yeah. Like, I'm sure there's situations, because I'm a different kind of guy, you're a different kind of guy. Sure. I'm sure there's relationships where those guys are just getting all the sex they want and these girls want more. Right. And oh, they're like, absolutely. I want to talk. I need relationships. I want to cuddle. I want to do these yes. things. And he's like, nah. Yeah. Because I'm getting what I need. Oh, 100%. And then that shit's over. Yeah. Or, oh, yeah. or they're going to, then, then guys suck. Men are terrible. These men are right. all the same. Yeah, yeah, You've yeah. You've seen yeah, all yeah. the million Dogs. TikToks. Yeah, yeah. Right. I, and you know, yeah. And maybe I may have been going at it from a one-sided thing. Like, absolutely. This is, the, the door swings both ways. Ladies can not be getting there, can be giving while the guy takes and the guy's not giving back. It ain't just the guy's giving and the lady's taking, 100%. If I came off that way- No, no, you that, didn't, yeah, I'm, yeah. Just, I'm just saying. Well, I just wanna clarify, because that may have, because I'm a male, so I'm coming from a male perspective. But there are tons of women who are giving and not getting as well. It's It, the, it goes both ways, and, and both sides have to give as much as they take. Uh, and it's it, Or the relationship will fail. If one person's doing all the work, while one other person just kicks back and reaps the benefits. That's great for that person for a minute, but it ain't gonna last forever and you're gonna lose out on a good thing by not being able to put the effort back unless you just don't give a shit and want it to be over. But it ain't gonna last forever. That train will come to the end of the tracks and that other person will get off and move on. So yeah, man, and I, you know, I, when we had that conversation about your mind blown in your 40s, I knew that this could segue into a whole nother episode. There's so many different conversations that come off of that tree there's so many branches off that celibate tree you know what i mean like but you know who else has problems with relationships hold on let me just yeah. say this yeah think about everything we just said yes right right and now listen to this okay i'll tell you this in any fight it's the guy who's willing to die who's going to win that inch mm -hmm. and i know if i'm gonna have any life anymore it's because I'm willing to fight and die for that inch. Because mm. that's what living is. Yeah. The six inches in front of your face. Right. Now, I can't make you do it. You got to look at the guy next to you. Look into his eyes. Or look at the girl next to you. Look into her eyes. Right. Now, I think you're going to see a person that's willing to go that inch with you. You're going to see a person who's going to sacrifice themselves for this team, for this relationship. Right. Because he or she knows when it comes down to it, you're going to do the same for them. That's a Boom. team. Yeah. And either we heal now yeah. as a team. Your Pacino is starting to come out a little bit. <laughs> or we will die. Yeah, there you go. As yeah. individuals. So true. It's amazing. Hey. Yeah. That's relationships, guys. Yeah. That's all it is. Yeah.
sports metaphors work for life and relationships as well. It's so true. You want relationship and talking. I want physical because she's got a great ass. (laughs) And I want to be all up in it. That'll do it. Yeah. Thank you, Mr. Pacino. Appreciate you stopping by. Hoo-ah. Yeah. <laughs> so true. And, you know, I knew, I knew, um, I, I'm really surprised that you didn't have people blowing up your phone and like, and chiming in. Um, I thought, but I knew that there was more to the conversation and I knew that this would spark probably at least a, a good another episode. Here's why yeah. I didn't have people blowing up my phone is yeah. because I was so blown away and yeah. so shocked right. that when it happened, yeah. I talked to the majority of my social circle before we even recorded. Right, right, right. Because yeah. Yeah. It, like, there's two things that are very hard to do in this world. Sure. A, leave Savage speechless. Right, yes. True. And B, blow my mind to the point where I'm like stunned. Right, right. Because I have seen some shit. Yeah. <laughs> yes, so for yeah. you to... For you to leave me stunned standing in the street like, what the fuck just happened? Yeah. That's the kind of shit you got to hit me with. Got to pick your jaw up off the ground and reattach it. Yeah, Yeah, like 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 that big ass cartoon wolf. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, man. Like the mask or some shit. Yeah. Crazy, dude. But I, I, um, I knew we'd talk more about that. I knew that that wasn't the end with that episode because that's just such a fascinating. I mean, I don't think you get any more complicated or fascinating than relationships between men and women are men are from Mars. Women are from Venus. However you want to put it. It's just, I mean, you can slip down that rabbit hole and you and I could probably do five more episodes like this. And it's true. But um, yeah, fascinating to me, dude. And again, I said it when we talked about it. I feel a little bit sorry for her. And I still do. I was talking with my wife. It's kind of sad. But I did tell my wife what I told you. She, she'll crumble eventually. She's going to meet somebody, go on a few dates, and it's going to get hot and heavy. And she's going to cave because she's not going to want to lose that person. And that's great. You should do things so you can keep somebody happy. And if you're in a relationship, you want that person to be happy. You don't want to lose them. So, yeah, I, I mean. And in the meantime, what would you do? You cost yourself a little savage. Yes, she sure did. She lost out on. Uh, hey, you know who else struggles slick with boy relationships? Slick Yeah. I don't know. That's what you. That's what. Uh, that's where you're going. I was going to do Chima. a really bad segue into She-Hulk. Right. She has a hard time with relationships as well. Yeah. Can I tell you a little something about She-Hulk? Mm-hmm. You can. Jen. Yes. Jen She-Hulk Walters. lawyer. Yes. I saw this cute girl in Portland. Uh huh. And I was like, man, she is cute. Yeah. And she had. She looked like Jen. She looked like Jen Walters yeah. from the She-Hulk. Yeah. Okay. I would absolutely date Jen. Yeah. 100%. She's, she's cute. And she's a lawyer. So. Yeah, yeah. So she's got her own money, which is nice. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be honest, though. Like, you see all, like, in the in the She-Hulk shows, like, they, you know, like, all these dudes are like, just want to date She-Hulk, right? Yeah, yeah. I would be absolutely intimidated as fuck by She-Hulk. Yes. Yeah. She-Hulk's hey, I gonna... am a confident man. Yeah. Nope. Scared to death. She-Hulk's going to break your back. For yeah, yeah. sure. Yeah. 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 <laughs> hey. Since we've already just torn this episode up, I'd yeah. be death scared to death. Yeah. That'd be effing Jen so good. Yeah. That it would turn into she all <laughs> Maybe I don't know what happens there. Like, does that snap you off? Like what happens? Yeah. I I don't want to know the mechanics. That does open up a whole nother avenue of questions about her dating life. Yeah. I just I thought the show. <laughs> We're going to talk about She-Hulk, by the way. The last, I think... If you haven't picked that up by Scott referencing... Yeah, getting his junk snapped off. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I thought they did a really good job because you know what? It's When you can empathize with a character and feel sorry for a character, um, I thought that the episode where she was trying to save her name of the Mm She-Hulk, even though she wanted nothing to do with the She-Hulk, hates the fact that she's a She-Hulk. She just wants to be a lawyer and be respected. When Titanium, is it Titanium or Titania, Titania, tried to steal her name and she paraded all those horrible, those guys in that she had those horrible dates with. And all of them said that they would have much rather been with the She-Hulk than with her. And it's what, she's a good lawyer, so it's what she had to do to win the case. But at the same time, it was devastating to her ego and her self-confidence. I looked at my wife and I went, aw, 
I feel bad for Jen. Like, I really feel sorry for her. And like, that's telling me that the show's connecting and doing something. Because if I legitimately feel sorry for a character, I'm like, oh, she seems like a nice girl. She's cute. What the fuck's wrong with these guys? Like, why do they want the She-Hulk? She's cool. Like, you know, I think they've created a character that I empathize with, that I feel sorry for. And I like her. I'd I'd kick back and have a conversation with Jen and have a drink. You know what I'm saying? Like, she'd bring her on the show. I'd bring her. She'd be a great conversation to have with the podcast. Yeah, absolutely. So I think the show's connecting on that level. And here's the thing I don't understand. And I don't know if you've seen it. Uh, Marvel fans suck, man. Like, and not overall. We're Marvel fans and we're cool dudes. But fuck this show. The hate that this show is getting on the internet and on, on social media. Uh, the episode that had the tag scene where she was twerking with Megan the Stallion, I've never seen so much hate over a little silly tag scene at the end of the episode. It was literally like five seconds. And people were like, I saw like Stan Lee's probably rolling over in his grave. This is so humiliating and so degradating and so devastating. And then I loved in the comments, somewhere down the line in the comments, somebody said, let's not forget that Stan Lee created this comic book. And they put a cover of a comic book called Stripperella which was literally about a stripper superhero. They're like, uh, before you go saying that Stan was some moral like God, that this was beyond him, he created Stripperella. And, and just like so many things, yeah. sir, the beauty of something mm -hmm. can also be its biggest weakness. Yeah. The beauty of Marvel fans is how passionate they are. Sure. But yeah. it can also be a massive weakness. Yeah. You know, like, and I'll tell you this, and and, and, and let's, let's just get into it right now, okay? You can't, like, this fan base has become insanely impossible to please. To, to please. Yeah. Right? And, 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 and I think we're all guilty on some levels, right? I can tell you this. I watched Multiverse of Madness the other day. Yeah. Last week at the gym. Yeah. I fucking loved it. Okay. I thought it was great. I think yeah. it's getting way too much hate. Okay. Like, it's way too much hate. And then you turn around and it doesn't matter what it is. Like, it has to be absolutely perfection for somebody to not complain. It has to be the Loki show. Mm. Otherwise, someone's not happy. Mm. This show right here, She-Hulk, it's a about She-Hulk and it's kind of a comedy and a lawyer show and they're having like my favorite thing about She-Hulk is it's fun right I agree it's meant to be fun they told you right out the gate that's the thing is they let everybody know she broke the fourth wall and told you yeah and she told us too but they even said before like look this is a lawyer show and I don't know if it's people having trouble with the female aspect, like, because let's be honest, superhero fans have a tendency to be dudes probably between like 18 and our age. It's a male dominated genre. So I don't know if it's because it's a, if the lead character is a woman that guys can't handle, but they told us right out the gate, this is not your typical superhero show. This is going to be a lawyer show, much like Ally McBeal kind of meets sex in the city, but meets a Marvel character. Like, and I love the fact that like all the villains in this are low key ridiculous and very silly. Like the, the villains aren't like Titanium is a social influencer who's into fashion, but also just happens to have superpowers. And she's a villain, but never really feels like a threat. Then you had like the really bad magician who was just fucking up and accidentally sending people into the uh, into other realms with his wizard powers. But he was just a really bad magician. S somehow started on the path to becoming a wizard or a sorcerer the sorcerer me. yeah obviously he was had some issues but then kept those powers correct or yeah dropped scale. out of karmatage didn't continue with his training and now he's just a really bad magician who happens to be wreaking problems not like a true villain and that's been every villain in the show they're just kind of silly and fun they don't really pose a threat they're not taking over the world you had the asgardian 
who could shapeshift and was getting people to give her money by looking like Megan the Stallion. You got the guy who married five different women who's indestructible, who'd walk out into traffic and get hit by a car to fake his death so he could move. Rather than confront the women, he would just pretend to die so he could move on. Not really threatening the world, but still a problem. So I love the fact that these villains are silly, that there's no threat there's no the world isn't hanging in the balance like we have to you know like the avengers or we've got to save the world from sheer disaster it's just i need to solve this case and get this asshole out of my life while i'm trying to date you know my favorite thing about that yeah is that that is like the most real life shit to me yeah if there was like superpowers yeah everyone's not a superhero there would be people that were doing that shit yeah, there would be 100 it's so I realize what I'm saying here, but it's so realistic. Yeah. What's well, like the boys? Superheroes would be assholes. Yeah. And I, what I like about this is it's not, the boys is funny still, but very dark. And the superheroes go to the extreme where they're doing terrible, horrible, nasty, degradating things. These people are like doing just enough to like get what they want, but without like killing people or putting the world in the balance and, and putting us all in danger. And I, you're absolutely right. That's if people had powers, they wouldn't be like, you know, I'm going to put my life and limbs at risk and not make any money and try to save the planet. No, they'd be like, how can I make 50 bucks or how can I get that girl to lay me or how can I be a better magician? You know, they, that's the kind of shit they'd be. How can I be better at my job? You What's know? the one thing we know? You yeah. know that people are terrible. Yes. So you give people powers, they're still going to be terrible. Yeah. A person could be good. People as a whole are awful. Hey. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Hey, this guy can't die. He can go through all these things and not die. Yeah. He can put himself through the ringer and can't die. Yeah. We going to give that power to Savage who would probably do good with it? Nah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We're yeah. going to give it to this asshole. Yeah. Right. Yeah, Mr. Hey, Immortal. Hey, yeah. Who's going to win Powerball? Someone who, like Savage, who would do amazing things with the money? Nah. Yeah. Right, it's going to be some jackass in Ohio. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, so. But, but not Mad Cyclone. No. Yeah. Unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I'm enjoying the show thoroughly. I think it's fun. Is it the best Marvel show ever? No, it's not. I am super excited because they've hinted that Daredevil, at one point when she goes to the costumer, to get her super suit made, uh, her She-Hulk clothing made because she's dressing like a, you know, what did they say? Like a linebacker that's in court or something. They made that line, something like that. Like you, you look like a, you look like a football player who's trying going to court for a domestic violence. Yes, charges. absolutely. <laughs> yeah. So um, I love that. And when she's at the clothing designer, at one point the guy's carrying a box, and you can kind of see the. The daredevil mask. So they're hinting at. So I was. Like, do do we not know anything about uh, secrecy or what? Not secrecy, but like, uh, what is it like when you're? Uh, like he was like, why is this out? Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 Privacy. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. 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 So they're hinting, and and they announced that Matt Murdock would be. I mean, it only makes sense. Matt Murdock is a lawyer, so. For him to pop up in the show would come at some point. It'd be cool if I, I can't wait to see them work together or against each other. I'm, I'm stoked for that. So, and I love the Wong popping up in all the episodes. It's been great. Somebody mentioned it, and I didn't get it. I had never thought of it until I saw it mentioned on social media that Wong is kind of becoming the new Nick Fury of the Marvel universe now. Like. When something's going on and need, he's kind of like policing, like popping in, being like, hey, don't do that. You can't do that. Wait a minute. Don't do that. You need to be over here. Like he's showing up and kind of keeping an eye on things. And it's happened in the movies, too. Like he showed up in Shang-Chi and was like, hey, you guys need to come with me right now. Like, And that's what Nick Fury, I'd never thought about that, but that's what Nick Fury used to do. Like when Iron Man went off the rails and he was having problems, it was Nick Fury who showed up and was like, hey come down from the donut you know we need to talk like you're a he was the guy that would like kind of police and keep everything in order and it feels like and i hadn't thought of it but especially in this show it feels like wong is the one who's bouncing around now and he, even even with dr strange he told strange don't fuck with that spell and and you know in uh no way home like he's kind of the voice of reason and that guy now like and i hadn't thought of that i like it i love him in the episode him and the stereotypical valley girl that 
just wants to drink and party. The fact that they even click and have a relationship and they're talking about like what te- was it? I forget what TV Sopranos. show. The Sopranos, yeah. And don't spoil it. And like, it, it, I can't believe that Christopher died. Oh, I haven't even got that far yeah. yet. And she's calling him uh, Wongers. Um, hello, Wongers. And she's just totally like, you've met that girl in a bar. I don't even go to bars that much, and I've met that girl in a bar. Like, yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I know that girl. She's out there. She truly does exist. The fact that she's calling him Wongers, and they're actually hooking back up and watching the Sopranos together is fucking amazing. It's just fun. And I want to tell all the Marvel fans out there, lighten the fuck up. Lighten up and just have fun with it. This isn't a serious, like, if you got problems with uh, with the Multiverse of Madness, that's a dark, serious movie. Not meant to be jokey. So if you take a problem with that, I wouldn't tell you to lighten up. There's something else going on there. This is not that. It's not serious. It's not. They tell you right off the gate that it's not serious from Jump Street. I'll, t- I'll tell you this. I look at it like this. I liked Multiverse of Madness more than you did. Yes. I liked The Eternals more than you did. Yes. Those are major MCU releases. Yes. And so those to me, like, I don't think you're wrong. I don't think I'm right. Yeah. I don't say that a lot. <laughs> but, True. But, but I understand if 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 you think Spider Man was the best movie of all time, it was a major release. Like we have spent the last decade dealing with Marvel major MCU releases, and yes. they are massive game changers in people's lives. So I understand why people get so invested and want to have a judgment and want to have a feeling about it, and love or hate. Do your thing, man. It's fine. It's very clear that this show is not that. No, not at all. Yeah. Is this show going to have some type of effect on the universe? Probably. Yeah, at because one point, Bruce Banner says, I have to go somewhere. I had to do something. Like, they're alluding to things happening, but I don't think this is going to be one of those shows like Loki. In the, the, the meantime, yeah, this is just nine episodes of fun is that all we're getting nine it's nine it's a nine disney plus nine i already checked yeah it's nine episodes of fun yeah in the mcu universe that we kind of know yes they're referencing things we know there's characters that we know oh yeah do me a favor okay open up the window in your mom's fucking basement yeah (laughs) get some fresh air and calm the fuck down take a deep breath jesus h count to five whatever you gotta do say your abc's backwards yeah it's it's just fun it really is the fact that they finally gave the nod to the uh the hulk movie that had uh Oh, shit. Why can't I ever remember that guy's name? The guy from Fight Club, Edward Norton. The fact that they finally gave a nod to that and admit it, finally broke through and said, you know, I was a different person back then. And they even had uh, Blonsky as the abomination there. That they're finally actually kind of admitting that that movie exists. Because I, and I I probably wasn't in, I own that movie on Blu-ray. I really liked that Hulk movie. I liked that version of the Hulk, and I was very disappointed when Norton didn't move over because of differences with Marvel. Now, that being said, fast forward 12 years, I love, I love... Ruffalo. Ruffalo. Now, I think he's great. I can't envision anyone else's Bruce Banner. Uh, but I was disappointed because I, I really liked that version of The Incredible Hulk. I thought it was a very good movie um, and loved the way they did it. I, I, I have owned it. I've watched it several times. I, I'm sorry that we've never gotten another solo Hulk movie. I would love that. But um, that being said, I, it's just fun. It, it's it's uh, it's great to, that they're acknowledging that world, bringing it into this world, and just have they're having a good time with it. Everything can't be dark and serious. I mean, but they're not taking it Thor Love and Thunder too far. You know what I mean? With the jokes and the silliness. There is still a moment where I went, oh, I feel sorry for her. Like, I I hope she does find love. You know what I mean? Like, I hope she does find somebody who likes her for her and not the She-Hulk. Whereas in Thor Love and Thunder, it was joke, 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 joke. I never once, even the girl that was dying with cancer, I didn't have time to feel sorry for her because they immediately started making jokes about it. Like, I was like, this is just silly. She-Hulk's not that. 
It's definitely not that. It's fun. You, you were able to feel for her yeah. because it puts situations on the table that we've all felt with. Sure. When she was at the wedding and she was like, there was that person and the bridezilla and she's like, can you clean up? Can you do this for can me? Can you this iron? Part? You're, You're the iron person, duty. right? Yeah. We've all been there. We're like, all of a sudden something's put on our plate and we should say something, but we're not going to say something because yeah, yeah. of the situation. And you're like, are you kidding me? Dude? And her groomsman was the dog. I was going like, these bitches hulk up and whoop these girls' asses. Like, come on, Jen. Like, but yeah, she kept it real and rolled with it and got drunk, you know, as normal people would do. Yeah, like, she yeah. did. Yeah, she got hammered. But um, I'll, yeah. I'll tell you this. By the time we record next We'll, we'll we'll have we'll be through we'll nine be done and we can we can talk yeah. about the finale or the, the 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 totality of the show yeah uh but we both are enjoying it yes it's very much entertaining yeah it's fun I, I, it's fun where i personally love all the cameos and stuff that are going on i think it's great i i think coming off of that coming off of moon night especially i think that was the last marvel show right was it moon night that was just so dark and so out there I think this is like a nice great. breath of fresh air. What's that? And great. And great. Loved Moon Knight. Not no knock. Not a knock to Moon Knight, but this is a nice break from that because Moon Knight was kind of a mind fuck. Like in there, with all the different characters and and his and his multi personalities, and so this is a nice like little breather from that for a minute before we get back into Marvel. And I and I think that's what it is. I think Marvel's just given us so much of that type of material that people just aren't ready for this side of things i think it's why thor love and thunder didn't fare as well and i think people are putting that kind of vibe and energy on this show and it really isn't fair because this is a completely different animal from that it's much more well done thor love and thunder was just they tried to make a straight up slapstick like comedy movie and it just didn't work in any way shape or form she hulk is not this it's still smart Whereas that's, I think, Thor Love and Thunder's biggest problem. It's goofy and silly. I don't know if it was ever smart, except for the the villain in that one. Uh, Gore the God Butcher has a couple of smart moments. Other than that, it's just kind of a waste. She-Hulk's not that. And for the people treating it like it is, wrong. You know, sorry. Wrong. Yeah, and it's just a good show. It's fun. Like I said, it's not perfect. Not the best Marvel thing I've ever seen. But I'm enjoying it. And if you didn't know how DJ Billier and Suckerfish Sav feel about Thor Love and Thunder, you can just scroll on back to Season 4, Episode 34, Breaking Down with a Side of Love and Thunder. Yes. Released on July 18th, now streaming on all major platforms. And I probably won't ever watch that again. Yeah, it's, the, it's uh, on Disney+. Plus. I have That's a great episode where we talk about how much we didn't like that movie, plus... My adventure of breaking down in Oakland. This is true. Yes, that was a good episode. But yeah, man, I, I, I think this show's fun. And I, I'm glad they did it. And I'm glad it's a change of pace. I think if they would have done just another, oh, she's a Hulk. And now she's got bad guys trying to get her. And she's fighting for her life and trying to save the world. I don't know if I'd enjoy it as much. I might have. I don't know. I can't say because we're not there. Well, we are six episodes in. And I can tell you where episode six ended. Uh, they're trying to get her. Yeah, somebody's out somebody's there. Somebody's trying to, to figure. Yeah. They got a, a nice looking lab with a lot of yeah, luminescent yeah. lighting. Yes, that's right. And, and white lab coats, very pristine, very clean. Somebody wants her blood. And that was the thing that we learned in this episode. In order to become a uh, a Hulk, your someone that is a Hulk's blood has to get into your bloodstream. And then that's, that's how Jen became the Hulk. She's in a car wreck with Banner and they... The, her, his blood gets onto her open wound and she's a Hulk because you see I don't know if you remember how long it's been since you've seen the Norton Hulk but at one point he's working in a bottling plant and he cuts himself and one little tiny drip of blood gets into a soda that he's drinking and then I think that's the Stan Lee cameo Stan Lee takes a drink of the soda and immediately has a heart attack and dies because it's too much for his butt. He goes, ooh, that's good. And then immediately falls out and dies. But I don't. there's a really powerful scene where Banner cuts himself and it drips and he shuts everything down. Like he's frantic, like stop. He shuts the bottling plant down and he's running and he's frantic and he's looking and looking and looking and trying to find it. He's got a rag 
and he wipes up where he finds it, but he shuts everything down and he's freaking out about this because he knows the potential of what could happen. Uh, and then he lets the bottles go on, but he didn't realize one little tiny drop got in and it kills Stan Lee, which is awful. Like I would have stopped the process too. That's horrible. Yeah, but <laughs> he's an icon. But I mean, that I don't think, so now we're seeing the repercussions. So here we are, fast forward. She became a Hulk because of that. Luckily, she's young enough to handle it. And now you've got these people that want her blood, that want to continue this process and keep it going. And uh, and so, yeah, I mean, we're, I'm curious to see what happens, man. I'm, I'm on board. I'm ready for the next three episodes. Let's go. Uh, I'm excited. I'm enjoying it. You're enjoying it. Yes. We hope you're watching and you're enjoying it. Yeah. If you haven't, catch that ass up, son. Yeah. And if, and if you have seen it, do you love it? Do you hate it? Are we on right on point? Are we idiots? What do you think? Let us know. Give us your feedback. Hit me up on social media. Hit Savage up on social media. Text Savage. If you've got my info, text me and we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it on an episode. We'll mention you by name if you want us to. I mean, if you're wrong, we may not. You may not want us to mention your name. I'm just saying. You'll know who we're talking about because I'll be like, look, this one moron texted us. Yeah. <laughs> I, won't, I, won't, I won't write you out to the whole 209 pod squad, but I will call you out. Yes. So but most please. of our listeners aren't wrong. No, that's the truth. Yeah, they, yeah, because they, they generally agree with us. Yeah, so there you go. I love them for it. Yeah, love it for it's it. amazing. Yeah, so enjoying the show. 209 Cosign. Check it out. Don't listen to social media and the people that are bitching and complaining. Because, you know, sometimes the majority can be right. But I don't think in this time they are. With Thor, Love, and Thunder, everybody bitched and complained. They were right. This one, they're not. So... What'd we learn today? Yes. She-Hulk is fun. It is. Entertaining. Yes. If you take it for what it's worth, you're going to have a good time. Absolutely. It's a lawyer show. Right. Also, we also learned, mm -hmm. right, that uh, girls and guys yes. have different foundations, and it's real simple to make it work. You both have to just try to meet each other together on that bridge somewhere. What's that little boy saying, kindergarten cop? Uh Boys have a penis, girls have a vagina. That's it, man. Boom. Genius. He just broke it down for everybody. It's not a Tuma. It's not a Tuma. That's right. That's right. Classic. Love that movie. All right, buddy. Get yeah. us out of here. Thanks for uh, being a part of this show. Thanks for everybody listening. And uh, Bill? In the immortal words of my man, George Clinton, anything good is nasty, but it ain't good unless you play with it. So go out there and have some fun, my people. And until the next time, we will see you in the 209. Uh, adios, muchachos. It's not a tumor. <laughs> <laughs>